way. I know you felt bad about this, but if you'll recall, I had you do an episode of one of these podcasts and I totally fucked up and there was like an echo going throughout the whole thing. This was Oh my God, ago. yeah. <laughs> so, uh, you so we're even. One. Yeah, we're even. Yes. <laughs> All right, let's do the show. Okay, let's do it. Welcome to the Creep Off. How are you creepos doing this fine Monday? <laughs> totally changed this. All right, cool. Why not? Why not? I ha- Listen, the thing is, I have to change it up now so it feels like it's a fresh show. Hola, Creeperinos. I'm Carl. With me this week, it's Vinnie Paulino, everybody. So this is take two. Yep. We recorded an episode yesterday that the equipment fucked up on, and we didn't realize that we weren't really recording it very well. So it's unusable. Right. It was an audio quality issue. Right. And uh, the monitor sounded fine, and it just did not work out in the final rendering of the audio. So sorry, everybody. So here we are with the same creeps, the same scum parade, and we're going to try to get the magic going yet again, Vinny. I felt good yesterday. It was the best episode we've recorded. I thought it was a really strong episode. I feel like we hit all of our cylinders. Yeah. This was our very first themed episode. We should say that up front. Yeah. So... Um, we're going to be doing a theme in this next round, but we should also talk about what happened last week. Well, last week I won. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I know. I saw that. Please. So I still the over, people's champ, everybody. Over 48% of the vote. 48% of the vote. Over 48% of the vote. I was so close. Very close. So close. No cigar. Apparently, when you go back in time and pull your creep, people don't take kindly to it. A lot they of voters, too. They want the too. current news. I, don't, I, think, I thought Ariel Castro is someone that we needed to cover on this show. Yeah, it's not like anything even happened to him because he's been dead. I know. Uh, you didn't know like that. It's not like jail So it was an update for you. You didn't even know he was dead. I didn't know he was dead. Dead giveaway. I thought it was, I thought it was a lot of fun. I knew something was wrong when a little pretty white girl ran into a black man's arms. Dead giveaway. Now, if your story happened last week, I would have been killed. I mean, all my guy did was eat out a one-year-old. <laughs> I know. Yes, I mean, it wasn't compelling at all. I, and he got his ass kicked for it. It was all. It was all good. Yeah, I mean, it was literally the only story we've ever done with a happy ending. Right. There was some comeuppance happening. But, but because of this asshole, you get to spin the wheel finally. Yeah. So that means you win, <laughs> and I will be spinning the wheel of consequences. That is correct. We're gonna do that at the end of the show. Correct. I'm now, uh, not looking forward. Let's to that. just tease it. We did decide to add something to the wheel. Oh yeah, yeah. What do we got on there? We now? added a very special thing. This came to us from uh, someone in the Discord. Did you know that Stuttering John? Wrote an autobiography, Carl? I, I do know that. He talks about it quite a bit. Oh, he does? Yeah. I've heard him talk about it. Interesting. Yeah. Now, uh, the consequence would be having to not only buy the book, not you can't get like the Apple version of it. You got to own the book and it has to sit on your bookshelf 
forever. Do you think that it's actually in print? Like I could get an actual printed <laughs> version of that book? No one's ever bought it before. We don't Solid know. Solid point. We don't Solid know if point. that exists or not, but I'll try. Well, I mean, you might have to buy it directly from him. Yeah. It'll be wet when you get it. He'll probably have to write it out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. It's just folded pages. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's his actual notebook. I didn't think anyone was going to buy this. Here, take this. So you're going to have to buy the book, read the book, then write a book report, 250 words. Yep. <laughs> and then it has to be graded by an elementary school teacher. So this is the component that I, I like about this consequence is that it adds some fodder to our show. Correct. Because one of us is going to have to write a report on this, and I'm a little bit concerned about how I'm going to be graded for that. Yep. It's been a while since I wrote a book report. Yep. So we'll... uh. That's the tease. We're going to spin the wheel at the end of the show. 250 words. So the first four sentences are just going to be like, I really enjoyed this book. Stuttering John had a very interesting life. This book is about Stuttering John's interesting life. It was very good. <laughs> I don't have to read this thing. I think I got it. I think I got it down. I didn't know that you could stutter in type. <laughs> he was very, he was very, he was very stupid. <laughs> All right, that's the tease. That's the teaser on this didn't we, show. Didn't we have another new one that we put on there, too? Yeah, we added it uh, a couple weeks ago. We added uh, has to start your own OnlyFans page. Oh, yeah, the OnlyFans page. That's yeah. fun. Which is, uh, you know, a chance for you to really get racy with it, Carl, and let the people know what you're about. Oh, that's a good point. No one's going to be on there, so I can pretty much say whatever I want. I don't know. I, if you get that, I would probably have to subscribe just to see what the fuck is going on. Yes, all right. I, I, I got a subscriber. See, I just want to see, like... Who I'm letting into the studio every week. I need to know what's going on with you. I need to know what you're up to. I just show up one day, there's armed guards. <laughs> what happened here? It's just the two of us. <laughs> yeah, you're going to be in that room over there. Yeah. That's that's the bathroom. By the way, I, I should mention that we do this show from the comedy club here in Rochester. And it's now open again. You guys had a show this past weekend. Oh, yeah. Indoors, people coming in, watching yeah. comedy again. So are they going to turn back on the air conditioning at some point, or I just have to melt in this fucking room? I hope you melt. Because if they have people employed here and hanging out, they might enjoy some AC. I don't know. Is it just turned off in your studio? No, just on your side. Okay. Fair, just on your side, enough. pal. So, uh, Sweating me out. Every I, advantage you can get. Home field. You got home an field. extra day for your voting to make sure that I lost. You lost yesterday, That's too. True. You know, motherfucker. <laughs> That's a good point. Don't you even start. All right. Now, listen, you. Yeah. Ring that bell. Let's get this going. Let's do it. Vinny's up first. Now. As a defending champ. Here is the theme for this episode, ladies and gentlemen. The theme, something big that was in the news this week. Groomers. Yes. We are looking for creepiest groomer not named Jeffrey Epstein. So, without any further ado... I have to nominate this week a person who I love, actually. Someone that I've always had a lot of respect for that really let me down if these accusations are true. Ladies and gentlemen, my creep this week is Mr. Jim Cornette. Oh, you love this guy. We're going to the world of pro wrestling. You never shut up about this guy. He is just a gem. Yes. He has a wonderful southern way about him. He has the gift to gab, and he's not a nice guy, and he's... Let me tell you about him, Yeah, Carl. give some background because most people aren't wrestling freaks like you are. I'm not a freak. 
He's one of the greatest heel managers of all time. He was a manager of the Midnight Express in the NWA. He was also Yokozuna's manager in WWF. Notoriously has a bit of an anger issue. All this guy did was antagonize. And he was a bit big in the 80s. So the shit he was doing was kind of... Uh, before his time? Yeah, a little bit before his time. Yeah. He, he's before good with, the Attitude Era. He's good with the quip. Here's, uh, here's an example of him cutting a promo on the American dream, Death the Rhodes. <laughs> and Dusty Rhodes also said that his sister could whip me on any street in America. Well, let me tell you something, Dusty Rhodes. I've heard a lot about your sister. I know she's been on a lot of streets, so she knows them real well. As a matter of fact, they used to call Dusty's sister Federal Express. Did you know that? When she went out on a date, she absolutely positively had to be there overnight. But I <laughs> yeah, great. he was just he was the best asshole in the world. And... And that's pretty much, they always say the best characters are the people who are just them. Right, really he's not putting it on. No, <laughs> no, not normal. at all. No, he really is, like, has a serious anger issue. I'm not joking. There is a very famous video filmed by, allegedly by, um, the very, very famous lead singer of Fozzie, Chris Jericho. <laughs> he's not famous because he's the lead singer of Fozzie. Maybe he is. Chris maybe Jericho is a, is a famous wrestler. Well, in 1994... Very late at night, they go through the drive-thru of a Dairy Queen, and apparently they did not make Jim Cornette's order fast enough for him. Mm -mm. So I'm going to play this video for you, Carl. Please look to your screen. He's out of the car. <laughs> look at this doughy middle-aged fucking guy. He's Jimmy's opened the window. Hey, we ordered the damn shit. <laughs> Because we wanted to fuck around. Don't touch me, you fucking ugly bitch. <laughs> <laughs> he's calling a Dairy Queen worker an ugly bitch. And he's hey, he got out of the car and has climbed through the drive-thru window and he's screaming at the woman. By the way, if you ever yell at someone in a drive-thru and I'm with you, fuck off. Because I know I'm gonna be eating the saliva as well. Right. He's doing no one any favors in that car. Like, oh yeah, I'm not gonna have my shake now. That's fine. Thanks. So as much as you wanna like Jim Cornette, uh he's had some some controversy the past year in november he uh quit unceremoniously the new version of the nwa that billy corgan from smashing pumpkins started okay uh here is the clip of what he said as a commentator during a show this seriously as he as he might choose trevor murdoch he's mad bad and dangerous to know he's the only man i've ever known that could strap a bucket of fried chicken on his back and ride a motor scooter across ethiopia trevor murdoch can take care of himself that doesn't age well. And he's just... I just wanted to say, I didn't find that funny at all. You didn't find that nope. funny at all? No. Nope. You weren't laughing hysterically. I, I can't see you on this monitor. I wasn't laughing hysterically the first time I heard that or the second time. Okay. Just FYI. Not the funniest thing. Not the most culturally sensitive thing to say. He's threatened to murder coworkers. He's done all sorts of things. He's been physically removed from fan events for getting angry and getting in people's faces. But he's an interesting guy. He was also the head of OVW which was Ohio Valley Wrestling. It was the WWE's uh, performance thing before NXT. So basically, he ran all of the developmental league for the early, like, like mid-2000s. He had John Cena there, Brock Lesnar there. Okay, so it's he the minor everybody. league for WWE. All the guys come up through there. Yeah, and he was running this. Okay. And he got fired. Well, everyone gets fired at worst yeah. for Vince McMahon. Well, he got fired for smacking one of the guys across the face when he didn't keep kayfabe. He, like, assaulted a guy and just started smacking You can get fired him. from WWE for being violent 
Yes. How is that possible? He got, that doesn't make any sense at all. That's the story. And he freely admits it. He goes, I, sma- I slapped that motherfucker. He tells the story all the I time. I bet there's a lot of people beating the shit out of a lot of other people behind the scenes. I'd hate to be the HR representative for WWE. It'd be a bad day. I'm sure they run into a lot of problems with personnel. And then he said he wanted to whoop your candy ass. <laughs> okay. Just fill it out fucking <laughs> reports. Yeah. And he said that in front of how many people? 25,000? <laughs> not these Not these days. <laughs> okay, good point. During this time when he was head of OVW, he married one of the uh, valets. One of the ring girls? Not really a ring girl. Okay. She's like, maybe. I don't know what an escort to the ring Carl, is. I don't know what that I've is. I've seen you. We all know you know what an escort is. <laughs> okay, I know, what an es- <laughs> I know what an escort is. I don't understand how it works in the context of professional wrestling. Well, she like walks a wrestler to the ring and like she's like a manager, basically. She had to be like a hot piece of ass to get that job. Well, I'm going to show imagine. you their wedding picture, Carl. <laughs> okay. There you go. Oh, hey. Is that so, what you were expecting for that pudgy old white man? So wait, he married two dudes? <laughs> in a dress. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That looks like a threesome to me, even though... I mean, she she has the the body type of Roseanne. Yes. And the, you know, maybe... She pretty face. Mm. She's wearing, like... She looks like the grown-up goth girl from South Park. Yeah. She's definitely very gothy. She looks like she's a teenager. Maybe she is a teenager in that photo. I don't know. Like, that... She seems nice. That's not a good look for an adult, I guess, is my point. Not the the greatest wedding photo. That's the wedding? That's what she wore for her wedding. I believe so, yes. So that's... All right, she's a fucking mess. Would you like to know... (laughs) She's disgusting. (laughs) Would you like to know what her ring name was? Yeah, what was it? Sin. S-Y-N-N. Okay, so she fancies herself one of these, like, dominatrix types or something? Last week, an independent wrestler. This is why I am nominating Jim Cornette, the creepiest groomer. Yeah, because you love this guy. So far, all I've heard is how amazing this guy is. Yeah. You, You're I making mean, a terrible argument for yourself. He's an entertaining guy. Yeah. I will say that. My creep this week is also a guy who's really funny, and I love him very much. Okay, now you go. <laughs> <laughs> Independent wrestler Phil Early posted on Twitter on Thursday detailing allegations against Cornette and his wife, Stacy, saying that Cornette's wife, who worked at OVW with Sin, attempted to groom him early in his time in the wrestling business, sending him unasked for lewd photos and attempting to groom him for sexual purposes that must phone must have had a really big lens (laughs) yeah right uh early alleged that Cornette would require talent to quote perform sexual acts on his wife oh he's a cuck many times with Uh, him watching so that's that's pretty creepy this is a legend this guy just posted this on twitter okay but a bunch of people backed him up he provided photos and I'm not going to show it to you again because you saw it yesterday. Yeah. She sent photos, up, allegedly, of her big, giant, fucking flat white ass beat red. Yeah, it was a real flatso photo. Oh, my God. It was not uh, attractive. Like, if somebody sent this to me and it was like, keep your job or eat this. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, I'm sorry. I uh, left my boner at home, so I will not be able to participate in this today. I mean, how do you expect someone not to call in sick after seeing Ugh. that picture? So you're saying he was grooming wrestlers to fuck his wife. Yes, with him watching. Which wouldn't be grooming if his wife were attractive. It would just be a perk. Correct. It would literally be the reason why you wanted to work at that place. So this is why this is creepy. (laughs) Yeah. Number one. How could it be a crime if it's based on the attractiveness of the individual in it? They also accuse him of something a little bit more nefarious. Okay. Not only was Jim Cornette like the booker, he's the guy who was the bridge to the WWF. So there's a lot of power there. Okay. People are trying to work for this company. And if you have to fuck his wife to try to get to fucking Raw or SmackDown, ugh, it's disgusting. 
And they also accuse her of having other wrestlers threaten to beat up the guys who were causing problems about this. Okay. So, so wait a second. So if you won't fuck the fat, ugly pig, then a wrestler beats you up? Shoot style. What's that mean? Real style. Oh, like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I, I thought that was implied when I said that they would yeah. get beat up. Could you imagine it was, a, it was a fake fight? Forearm, forearm, forearm. All right, if you put me in the finishing move, I'll do it. I'll do it. It's the Steiner recliner. <laughs> He's kind of choking somebody out. Uh, you either fuck my wife or it's the atomic elbow for you, my friend. Oh, have you ever seen a Hogan leg drop? <laughs> and not, I mean, it's not that scary. But like, here's the thing. There's a lot of creepy sex happening in wrestling. There's a lot of it. That what's her name? That girl Paige, who's in WWE now. Yeah. She was. She, there's videos of her like holding up her women's championship belt while her fucking boyfriend jizzed across her face and the belt. Why didn't she you bring just... those videos to the show, <laughs> Betty? Everything like, you're telling me is more entertaining than what we're talking about. No. <laughs> there's a wrestling commission in Kentucky, <laughs> yeah. and apparently she would threaten the wrestlers because she would say that they're family friends, and we could have them pull your license and like ruin your, your gigs and fucking Lexington. Yeah, I don't know. Basically, you'll never work in this town again. Yeah. Which is powerful when it's L.A. When it's somewhere in Kentucky. When it's, it's fucking like, Louisville. You're <laughs> yeah, all right, right. See ya. I was on my way out anyway. Bye-bye. So he also says that people that he knows were basically brainwashed for years. She showed pictures of tires that were slashed. She also bragged that one guy who, like, broke up with her, he made sure she that he lost his job and his apartment. By the way, what does that do to your self-esteem? That people are willing to lose their jobs and get beat up just to not fuck you. <laughs> That's terrible, isn't it? Yeah. You get to go through all of those measures just to fuck. Every chick in the world, the one thing they can do is get laid. That's not a problem. They also, there's this another, poor woman. another wrestler uh, came in, uh, Mike Braddock, and said that Cornette sent Stacy after me to recruit me. I don't know what the arrangement these two had, if they're just swingers or what the fuck's going on, but well, if they rapists, were, you, <laughs> it sounds like <laughs> swingers is soft. Yeah. What's going on here. So, I mean, to keep your job, you got to fuck his fat wife is basically what's going on here. And Mr. Cornette is very litigious. Holy shit. So I just want to say this is all alleged. Yes. And your wife is pleasantly plump. This, and... is all, this is all alleged. And my real name is John Melendez. Yes. My name is Patrick Michael. Yes. And I'm going to be listening to Jim Cornette's drive through this very week to hear his response. But uh, his best friend, his ex-best friend, Kenny Bolin, basically came out and said, oh, yeah. Uh, we never batted an eye about this stuff when it came to Jim, and that he thinks that uh, the idea of them swinging is not hard to believe. And he go went on to say, it seems bad outside of the wrestling business, but not inside it, is what Kenny Yeah, I would said. think it's chaos. Yes. The, the fact that this is making news is bizarre to me. Hey, you want to hear another fact about Jim Cornette's wife, according to Kenny Boland? Sure. Uh, she had, quote, already been with the big show Ooh. before she met <laughs> Jim Cornette. Oh, God. Who would fuck the big show? Her. Oh, that cannot be pleasant. <laughs> That's something I don't want to think about. I don't want to. All right. Yeah, I'm out. He Tap also out. said <laughs> that uh, a WCW star told him that the first time he met Cornette and his wife, she apparently offered to blow Kevin Nash. Oh, I would yeah. do that. Yeah. Kevin Nash is a there. pretty good looking guy. So there's just a weird situation <laughs> here. This is a very strange thing. 
and I hope it's not true, but Mr. Cornette, I had to nominate somebody this week, and you're it, buddy. Wow, that was a... Time's up, Jim. That was, you, you went a long way to get to your destination, my friend. I feel like you could have cut a couple quarters there. It's basically... Workplace. Basically... Workplace harassment. Workplace harassment. You had to fuck a, a fat girl to keep your job. Yes. We could have summed this up. And these guys are not like... Here's the thing about wrestlers. I don't think they're exactly employable other places. <laughs> okay, well, that's a good point. So it's like yeah. Walmart. Yeah, I don't think. Or you fucked the fat one. Yeah, I don't think Roadhouse exists anymore. I don't think that there's bars like that. Not these days. The no. days of the Corona. All right, cool. So can I? Uh, I do appreciate you giving me a win, a W this week. Thank you very I much. I don't think there's anything creepier than this. Thank you for giving me an easy W. So in the uh, topic Bullshit. of groomers. I went ahead and went with a comedian, Vince. My creep this week is Bill Cosby. Oh, <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, my creep this week is actually is actually uh, Chris D'Elia. And I'm sure everyone knows this story, but at least it's topical for once. You always rag at me for bringing stories that are 10 years old. I love it. We both have creeps from this week. This just happened. This, yeah. is, this is still breaking news. It's still happening. People on Twitter came out. And showed a bunch of screen captures of conversations they had with Chris D'Elia that exposes him as a total creep. And I'll just play this clip that sets this up with a woman named Simone Rossi getting this started. Accusations against the comedian started making waves on social media after a Twitter user claimed he groomed her for sexual activity when she was just 16 years old. A woman named Simone Rossi tweeted a series of screenshots of emails she and the comedian allegedly exchanged in 2014 and 2015. That woman's cadence is completely off-putting. I know, it's so hard to listen to. 2014! How does she have a job like that? Why is she doing announcing her voiceover work? Doesn't Why do make they any let sense? me do it? I don't fucking know. Because you would break the equipment. That's why. <laughs> they actually want to get the audio and use it. That's why they don't have you do it. So Simone Rossi, when she was 16 years old and Chris D'Elia was 34. You talk such a big game now that you bought a microphone. <laughs> I know, don't I? Fuck yourself. <laughs> like a big shot. <laughs> uh, Simone Ro- And I have air conditioning. My studio's amazing. You wouldn't believe it now, Vinny. So she wrote, uh, she, she, set, she has the screen grab that she posted and it has Chris reaching out to her first saying, I'm in Tempe. Let's hang smiley face. Remember he's 34. She's 16. She wrote back. Do you want to meet up tonight? Smiley face. His response is yes. Can we make out? Oh no. Now, <laughs> no. The, the second thing you write to somebody is, can we make out? And it's a 16 year old girl. I'm pretty sure as a 34-year-old man, I've never texted someone, can we make out? You know what that means. It's, he doesn't want to just, like, smooch all night. He's not looking for a smoochy smooch session. Yeah, you're probably correct. Right? Though. So that's pretty that, creepy. That's not a good thing to do. Uh, but I will say this. You know, here's the thing about creepy. These guys do this shit all the time with these young girls. They this do? A, yeah, they talk to young girls like this all the time. Not just famous comedians, but 30, people are doing... 30 somethings trying to fuck teenagers all the time? What yeah. are you talking about? Yes. Have you ever had a conversation with a 16-year-old? It's impossible. It's true. I don't want anything to do with a 16-year-old girl. What are you talking about? How could you possibly think that's true? <laughs> you don't think a, that there's 30-something-year-old guys constantly trying to fuck teenagers? I, they are. They're all fucking creeps. Yeah. That's what I'm telling you. Dime so, a dozen dollar store creeps. So... Crystalia, this thing started with Simone Rossi, and then people started piling on. 
The popular Twitter account, She Rates Dogs, which has more than 550,000 followers that allows people to anonymously call out inappropriate behavior, also shared a thread of multiple allegations submitted by women who claimed to have been targeted by the comedian when they say they were also underage. The accusations in the tweets, which Access has not independently verified, range from Delia allegedly inviting underage girls to his room to cuddle and more disturbing allegations of forcing sex on minors while they were intoxicated. That's <laughs> <laughs> not good. Oh, Scoob! If you have screenshots from a single conversation with a single 16-year-old girl, you could probably skate. But then when there's all of these allegations all coming out at once, there was this one, I was reading through a lot of these threads, there was this one where there's he's in this town and he reaches out to this girl and she's like, all right, yeah, I'll, I'll meet up with you. Let's go to, she mentions a place, a restaurant for dinner. He's like, uh, I don't want to go there. Let's, let's meet at my hotel bar. She's like, oh, okay. Goes to the hotel bar, messages him. And he goes, you know what? I don't want to come down. Just come up to my room. Like, wow, that is a balls move right there. That's, That's that dude's got game. Brilliant. It's actually brilliant, but it's not because there's a paper record of it now. And yeah, and she didn't do it. And why would this girl go to, would she be allowed in the hotel bar? This child? Well, I think that was actually a 21-year-old girl. I just think it's funny that most people would go out on a stupid date, have dinner, try to be charming, and then fuck the person. This guy's like, I need to skip every step and just get right to the fucking Yeah, person. man, he was playing theaters. Well, right. So you would think. Yeah. Now, Chris D'Elia has a podcast. I've reviewed it. It's terrible. He puts zero work into it. He's a narcissist. The ego on this fucking guy, which is why he does things like just, hey, just come to my hotel room. Like, why aren't we just going to fuck? What, what's your problem? Because he thinks he can just show up unprepared and just prattle on about whatever, and it'll be entertaining. And With it is the nice. audio saved perfectly every time. Yeah, well, that's true. <laughs> so I just have a clip from his podcast from a while ago that I bet he wishes he never said out loud. That those days are well are long gone. You ever see a fucking 14-year-old? She looks 30. I've never seen, there's no such thing as a 14 year old girl anymore. They go from like six to 25. Nope. There's a bunch of years in between. Yes, there are. <laughs> when they're 15, when they're 16, when they're 17. You're telling me that 16 year old girls look like 30 year old girls? In what universe? And I, the other thing about this guy that's really creepy is how famous he is. I know he's been on some sitcoms, but he's famous as a stand up comedian. He's like Justin Bieber's favorite comic. Oh, gross. The guy is not funny. Do you know that if I was Justin Bieber's favorite comic, I would tell no one? <laughs> well, <laughs> tell no one. I would just like say graciously, thanks, Justin. I appreciate the love, but. Yeah, you immediately block him. Yeah. I don't need this guy stalking me. I wanted to play a little bit of a stand-up deck because this guy slays rooms. He does theaters. People seem to love it. I don't get it. You're a comedian. You probably don't like to judge other people's acts, but I just want to play you this one bit that he does. And then I have some thoughts on it. I want to dissect a little bit. And you tell me what you think. That's what love is. You know what love is? You know what? If I could distill love down into one moment, this right here would be the moment of love right here. Fucking move. <laughs> move over. Look at the other side of the bed. Look at that area. Look at that. Stop gazing into my fucking eyes for two seconds. And look at the other area. And then look at the zero area I've got over here. Look at that vast area. They shot Mad Max on the other side of you. Tom Hardy's over there on the front of a vehicle like, Ugh! and I'm over here with my leg and my dick flopped off the bed. Explain that. Explain why my dick is flopped off the bed. They shot Mad Max and Dances with Wolves on the other side of you. 
Kevin Costner's over there with a water buffalo. <laughs> Just like, Shumani Tutanka Oachi. He's saying that. And every time you turn, you take the covers. You know you do that shit? Every time you turn, you take it, and you take it. And I'm over there, and you're sleeping, but you're dreaming, fuck him, he doesn't deserve him. And you take it, and you take it, and you take it, and you do a billion revolutions a night. You take it, you take it, and then when you come back, you leave it. You take it, and then leave it over there. You take it, and then leave it. You're like a shitty fucking typewriter. You're a typewriting ass bitch. And I'm over here with no covers, a frigid, freezing cold dick, and my mouth is bleeding. Thank you, bitch. So there was a, a funny joke in there. Yeah. And I want to give him credit for this because he says, they shot Mad Max on the other side of you. That's a good premise. You know, it's one of those exaggeration style jokes that is funny. But then he uses that premise for five or six more punchlines when they're all the same punchline, just different variations of that joke. So, you know, it's how, not funny anymore after that. Yeah. You know how you just said, uh, I don't like to judge other comedians. That is very true. Usually I would not comment on this type of thing. But Chris Lee is a hack, right? Yeah, no, he's a pedophile. <laughs> so I don't mind right, calling him out. That's the only funny joke in it. And it's a data joke at this point. I don't well, know how old this is. That's a good point. Yeah. But not only that, what is the fucking setup? The setup doesn't make any sense. Yeah, that's a good point. He goes, you know what love is? Yeah. And then he goes into this whole thing about sharing a bed with your partner. Yeah. Like, what, what? Love is when they're so close to you. He could put in two words. Uh, just a sentence to clarify what he meant by that. There's a weird leap in there because yes. then it turns into this is a typewriting ass cunt or whatever. He yeah, said. and then it turns into the <laughs> and that shoots again and again and again. Yeah, it's it's almost not like this funny. guy it's is not funny. It's this not, guy's just energy. He's not jokes. It's just energy. He's just now, like shouting things over and over again. Here's the thing. Wait, did I just describe me or Crystalia? What what's that, happening? That shit sells. It does. It does. It works. There's it a works lot of him. comics. Where the jokes aren't strong, but the energy's there, and they do very well in front of a live audience. Yep, and apparently that's what he's got going for him. I want to also point out the reason why this is the creep this week is not only have we now proven that Chris D'Elia is a creepy pedophile, but he was cast to play a pedophile on two different TV shows, both Workaholics and You on Netflix. So you were talking no. before about, you know, you, you don't want to, like, play a character. You just want to be that person. Yeah, yeah. Chris D'Elia, like... He gets cast in that role every time. They're like, perfect. This is straight out of central casting. We got we got our creep. Hey, this listen, is it. I know. I, I really want to book this part. Let me show you my, my text messages. Yeah, right. That's probably how he got the role. Yeah. yeah. He just walks and starts talking to the casting agent. I have to convince an audience that I would fuck a 15-year-old. Yeah, I can do that. Oh, yeah. I could pull that off. Yeah. No now, worries. Now, do you want it to be um, extra hot or do you want it to be just like a little... Off-putting. He can only do it extra off-putting, by the way. This guy's a creep. The last thing I want to leave you with, there were some tweets that went out from other comedians about this that were hilarious. I just wanted to read them. So Django Gold said, this Chris D'Elia shit is wild, but I guess it's always the first person you suspect. <laughs> That's a good joke. It's a good joke. It's a quick joke. I like it. Lane Moore says, who could have known Chris D'Elia was a creep other than anyone who's ever looked at him or heard him say things? Sashir Zamata. Love from her. SNL writes a quote from Chris D'Elia and I would have gotten away with it too if it weren't for you meddling kids I love that one, <laughs> that's the best one uh, and, then, and then Subha writes right now Chris D'Elia is apologizing to his current girlfriend over a Lunchables pizza and Capri Sun at a playground excellent, excellent joke absolutely so Chris D'Elia, vote for him as the creep 
Thanks for the W this hey, week. Hey, let me ask you a question. Did Vinny. you have to uh, fuck his fat wife to open for him? You might. There's, it's not, it all hasn't come out yet. Who knows? Did you see uh, Joey Diaz on Rogan? No, I haven't seen that yet. Oh, he basically goes on there. And I know Joey pretty well. He's an exaggerator. Yeah. He's a very big exaggerator. He's like, I used to make chicks suck my dick if they wanted to get on the open mic. <laughs> oh, and no. Like, no, you didn't, Joey. But like, I don't believe him when he says it. But then he's like, yeah, dog, I'm serious. I'm like, you want to get on my stage? And like, he doubled down on it. It's a- Did Joe Rogan try to stop him? Because I know he loves Joey Diaz. Oh, uh, it was an interesting clip. I don't know if it's an old clip or a new clip, but I saw it. It's out there. That's hilarious. Oh, Jesus Christ. Oops. The, the year of that's, 2020. That's the problem with podcasting is that we talk too much. There's too many things that we've said that, that you could go back and find. You know it's what Dick Masterson does that's so brilliant? He has an auto-delete on his Twitter. You cannot go back and find old tweets. They go away immediately. Like, how long do they stay up? I, I maybe a couple days. Everyone should do that. I'm, if you're not doing that. Yeah, if you're not doing that, you're an idiot. We should delete all of our old podcast episodes, too. Yeah, better download them now. Yeah, because we got to take them off the internet. We don't know what we just said that in 2021 is not appropriate. You anymore. realize that day's coming, right? Where they're just be like, what the fuck was this show? Oh, boy. <laughs> they're like, marketing? He works at marketing? <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> and my name is John Melendez, everybody. <laughs> Patrick Michael, John Melendez here. All right. So, uh, Carl, we got some voicemails. Oh, good. What are we, we got people calling in, huh? Well, I'm glad that uh, we're spinning the wheel at the end of the show today. Because uh, we have a suggestion for the Wheel of Consequences. Great. Hello, Carl and Vinny. Here's my idea for the Wheel of Consequences. Assuming that flights are a thing that will exist at some point in the future, loser on their next flight has to take a metal sex toy with them through security. (laughs) Now, I say take because if you're not a coward, you will wear it. (laughs) I will let what that, that thing is be up to the loser, who may be Carl this week. Sorry. Sorry, man. I voted for you. Uh, going back. Does inserting something in your ass qualify as I was going to say, it? does hiding it count as wearing it? <laughs> yeah, right. I've uh, never worn a sex toy. I don't know what that means. Am I going to put it on the top of my head? Yeah. Like, like a Vernon Supreme or something? Hey, I'm Dildo Hat Guy. What's going on, everybody? I'm a unicorn. What the fuck is a metal sex toy? That would be the last material i would use for a sex toy it doesn't give at all it's heavy it's cold it's the first one i go to that's no. disgusting i'm gonna fuck a metal pocket pussy you gotta clean it with like stainless steel cleaner yeah why don't i just fuck a couple forks what what <laughs> what's this guy talking about uh, a metal sex toy use those fucking beaters so i guess my point is that's not going on the wheel of consequences that's a stupid idea i'd uh, rather bring a gun out of the airplane i like it i think At we should add it right cool. now i think we should add it for no. this spit and this no, spit only it's not going on there all right the wheel's behind me today speaking it's not of- by you because i have to fucking spin it later and i'm not adding it speaking of atrocities here's our next caller hey this is Vic. Uh, if you cared about Gross. fucking brevity, hey, you two would fucking take out the one to two second fucking silences that you have in every single fucking episode. Vinny, get off the fucking couch. That fucking little imprint that your fat fucking body has created in your favorite fucking spot of the couch needs a break. <laughs> Let that fucking shit out. And as hard as it is to uh, admit Vinny is correct, Carl is a little liberal cuck. Uh, Carl admittedly made a please wear a mask sign and put it outside of a fucking grocery store. Uh, that's it. Go fuck yourselves. 
But they lost the momentum at the end, didn't they? Yeah, and what does she find out? There's a one to two second pauses in a conversation. I don't even think she wanted to complain about anything because that doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah. I think she just wanted to make that joke about your fat imprint on the couch, which I enjoyed. Oh, what a great joke. I enjoyed it, Vic. Keep going. I can imagine she was just sitting there, just sitting there stirring the chicken noodle soup in that fucking defroster (laughs) pot. And Panera going, I got it. I got it. She's got one of those jobs where she's a lot of time to think of jokes. Yeah. Fucking stick your head in that vat next time before you call. <laughs> this one came in from our good friend, who last week we kind of took to task, imbecile Wilhelm. Yeah, we made a rule. like We got to keep these calls like 45 seconds max. It's just, you can't go on and on. It's too much. Yeah, so we said if you have to make a long point, you have to call back multiple times. Yeah, just make one point per call. It'll make it easier for well, us to... He followed our instructions oh, good. to the letter. Oh, good. Greetings. This is Imbecile Wilhelm calling again to apologize to the Kripoff family. In the future. Yep, uh, go to the next one. (laughs) That was it. (laughs) That was it. I will ensure that my voicemail messages are succinct, short, and also funny. Well... I also wanted. No, oh, it's another cliffhanger. Yeah, <laughs> that's fucking guy. Seven. You could you could actually finish your sentence. I wouldn't say like just make it mid sentence. Yeah, and I mean you had plenty of time to the forty five second limit. That was yes! seventeen seconds. Jesus. Uh, what else? What did he want to say? To say something about <laughs> Lenny Dykstra. Oh god! All right, I always like this. <laughs> Lenny Dykstra. Oh god damn it! Oh, that's yeah. it. All right. I'm on pins and needles over here, Benny. What did Letty Dykstra do? Butchered a small family outside of Albany, New York, and lived off of the meat for a year. Thank you. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Would you say butchered a small family? Does he mean like a family of little people? Yes. Like on that show? Possibly Keebler Elves. I'm not sure. That's not a year's worth of meat. I don't know about this one. Well, that's why Imbecile Wilhelm is not a co-host on this show. Correct. His stories don't make any sense. Correct. We tell, we tell the truth. That's this right. is a true crime show only about true, true crime. Now, folks, I should also remind you that if you would like to leave us a voicemail, the number is 585-371-8108. If you want to send us an email, it's thecreepoffpod at gmail.com. Or you can just tweet at us at creepoffpod. Yes, and make sure to go to the thecreepoff.com. And vote every single week. Vote for who you thought brought the better creep, better argument. Yeah. And we won't make you fuck one of our fat wives to do it. <laughs> That's a, let's start leaving one to two second pauses and just to troll Vic. You just keep coming back to that fuck my fat wife bet. Yeah, well, I want people it's to not, realize it's, it's not going to work. It's, it's terrible. not going to work. It's terrible. All Professional right. wrestlers, by the way. I don't know what kind of options they have. I'm imagining a lot of the guys who are just coming up and don't have a name for themselves yet are probably fucking women like that on purpose. You're actually like, it's so bad. (laughs) They're doing it on purpose? (laughs) They're probably fucking chicks like that. But if you ask them, they're like, I tripped. (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah, it's like a moped. You don't want your friends to see you riding it. Right, right. So you ready for a scum parade? I am. Let's do it. All right, hit that music. These are my peeps. The scum parade is nothing but 
Jeez Louise. Decatur, Alabama, Carl. Let's do it. Wednesday afternoon. Mind you, this is the afternoon. Police say Michael Gwen Sap 30 ran down the street chasing a 15-year-old while <laughs> committing a lewd act on himself. Okay. I, I can picture that, yeah. Uh, the cops say the girl was trying to get away from him. Uh, Sap ran down an alley when officers approached. They were able to get him into custody, and the girl's parents came and picked her up. Police said that Sap was taken to jail, where he is available to be released on a $2,000 bond. If you want a 15-year-old girl to like you, don't have your dick in your hand. Have a Pomeranian. Become a stand-up comedian. Yeah, become a high-energy comic. <laughs> yeah, right. Play a pedophile on Netflix. <laughs> yeah. And by the way, from my experience, trying to get a girl to like you by jacking off in front of them doesn't work at any age. Yeah. I don't and care it doesn't work 30. for any comedians either. <laughs> yeah. I know a guy. Yeah, ask Louis C.K. how that worked out for him. It wasn't the beginning of long relationships, that's no, for sure. No, no, it was not. I mean, a 15-year-old girl, he's just chasing her down the street with his dick out. So romance was in the air. Mm -hmm. What do you say? Like, what's the pickup line? Well, I, I think it speaks for itself, Vinny. That's the beauty of jerking off in front of a girl. You don't have to tell her you like her. Just You're kind of already demonstrating it. Look at it. <laughs> Guess who I have a crush on. Let me ask you a question. When you're doing that, you, you have to make direct eye contact, right? Or at least attempt to. I actually go back and forth between my junk and her face. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, you guys do, huh? Huh? Little bit of this, a little bit of that. The other thing that I like to do is I like to get one of those little baby hands and like put that out of my sleeve. So that it looks a lot bigger in comparison. Yeah. I like to grab a Coke can, keep an extra for scale. Smart. <laughs> uh, <and all. laughs> for scale. <laughs> An Omaha man, Ryan Shuffley, was arrested after early Saturday. There was a situation at a downtown bar where he was not allowed entry. He walked up to the bar and what did he do, Carl? He sprayed pepper spray into the building. Which immediately made people sick, throwing up. They had to clear the place out, all because they didn't let him in. Well, they there's video of it too. I saw the video. It wasn't that there was any reason why they didn't let him in, except for they were at capacity. Right. It so wasn't like we don't like your kind or something yeah, like that. They had the fifty percent capacity law or whatever. What's going on there? So they're like, I'm sorry, sir. And and it seemed like it was all cordial. And then the guy turns around and just starts spraying pepper spray. Do you think that maybe he did it? To, like, clear the place and be like, there's room now. Oh, that's a pretty good strategy. Yeah. My takeaway from this is that the restaurant is sending mixed messages. You know, you put pepper on a chicken wing. It's delightful. You pay a premium for it. But pepper in the air for free. Oh, we got to lock this guy up. What fucking rich person restaurants do you go to where they charge you extra for pepper? No, what I mean is chicken wings are, is garbage. Like, that's the garbage meat nobody wants. But then as soon as you put delicious pepper sauce on it, it's 10 bucks for 10 wings. It, it's... A premium that you have to okay, pay. Okay, all right. I wouldn't touch a chicken wing if it didn't have delicious cayenne pepper sauce on it. This guy's giving it away for free to anyone who wants it. You don't even have to have a chicken, a chicken. wing. You don't even have to have a chicken. <laughs> and now the restaurant's going, well, fuck that. Can't have this free pepper going on. It's competing like, with us. I can't see. My eyes, my eyes. And I don't think people were puking. I think you're exaggerating a little bit. I think people were just like mildly annoyed. <laughs> Okay, well, it's still a creepy thing to do. Would you agree? Yes, and he was arrested for it. Yes, of course he was. Yeah. Fucking asshole. Fuck, that is an asshole move. I mean, everybody's waiting to get out. Like, they've been stuck in their houses for months. They could finally go out to a bar. They finally wait in the line through all that shit and get in. 
just for this dickhead to come in. And it was an area downtown where there's tons of other bars. It's like, oh, you can't get into this bar, then just go to another bar. It's fine. There's lots of places to get booze. All right. Let's go to San Diego, California, shall we? Yeah, let's do it. Robert Bryans was booked Monday. And you ready for this? This is one of those stories where I question the charges. He was booked Monday on suspicion of two counts of attempted murder. Okay, he's also being charged with kidnapping and child cruelty after police say his wife called 911 early Saturday, reported that the husband had taken their two children, and they said he plans to drive off the Coronado Bridge. Hmm. So she's like, holy shit, this guy took my kids, and he's going to drive off a fucking bridge. Yeah. A San Diego police lieutenant spotted the pickup, started following it, the guy sees the cop behind him. The lights are going. And he decides, you know what? I'm not going to make it to the bridge. But look, there's a cliff. <laughs> and drove the fuck off a cliff with his two kids in the fucking car. And then there's Into a... Into the fucking ocean. There's a sentence in this article that says, Prosecutors have until Wednesday to decide what charges, if any, they might bring against him for the crash early Saturday morning. So apparently... Murder suicide is legal in California. Is that what I'm gathering from this? I mean, I'm guessing. What charges, if any? Reckless driving, maybe. You can throw that in there. Murder suicide is fine. I was actually asking my wife if she wanted to move out to San Francisco the other day. <laughs> Go for a ride. Yeah. It was a, I hear they have a lovely bridge there. <laughs> yeah, I, I honestly didn't know that driving off a cliff was a real thing. I've never heard of that before. I thought it only happened in like movies or when you let the cat drive. I didn't know that you could actually drive off a cliff in real life. Tunes. Never seen that. All right. Well, here's the nice news. There is a GoFundMe for the kids if you want to. Uh... The kids were two years old and they were rescued, right? Yeah, everyone, they were rescued. Everyone survived. So a That's cop, good. right, Yeah. took a canine 100-foot leash and used it to rappel down and save the fucking kids and the fucking guy. Yeah, but they we, all needed to, we needed to fund these assholes. Yeah. <laughs> Take away a, the leashes. We need to abolish these these pricks. Yeah. I saving mean, two-year-olds from the ocean. From their fucking lunatic father. Yeah. Yeah. So, holy shit, right off the cliff. So, I'm, gonna, a, I'm a BLM ally, so I say defund this guy immediately. Okay. Uh, 58-year-old Lakeland man was arrested Thursday on felony charges of child porn possession telling detectives he saved the images out of, quote, curiosity. Polk County Sheriff's detectives arrested Jose Arzaria of Orange, Orange Valley Lane after investigating a National Center for Missing and Exploited Children's Cyber Pipeline report received in August concerning his email address. So basically, the government takes child porn, puts a, some type of electronic tracing into it, mm -hmm. shoots it into this pipeline, and if your shit gets caught that you have it, you're going to jail. I'm pretty sure that's entrapment, but I'm fucking fine with it. They let you fucking bait well, and shoot deer. You could easily bait and shoot pedophiles. I'm fine with that. Yeah, it's definitely entrapment. The government also does this with drugs and with firearms. They're constantly giving people illegal shit to go play <laughs> with. I think that they might be the biggest drug dealer in all of America is the federal government, but whatever. It's fine. Uh, Carl hung himself just <laughs> now, everybody. <laughs> yeah, by the way, I love my life. <laughs> So to put that out there. Now, here's the. This is what really was weird to me. Arzaria admitted to detectives that he accidentally came across child pornography. Whoops! Whoops! <laughs> Just slipped into his child porn. <laughs> well, looking at adults in lingerie. Yeah, that's how and that told happens. detectives after I saw child 
pornography, I became curious. So, like, was this what, like, looking at lingerie, was he looking at a fucking Victoria's Secret catalog and, like, the Baby R Us catalog was there, too? And he's like, whoa. <laughs> That's a pretty dress also. Yeah. Look at this chick. She wears it well. Yeah. When Detective asked to see his phone, he gave them permission. They didn't find any media on the device, but they did find an eBay application installed. Now, they st- when they started investigating it, detectives say he told them he used eBay to communicate with sellers who were selling both adult and children's underwear. Then they also sent him images of nude prepubescent children. He was buying dirty underwear and pictures of kids through fucking eBay, Carl. Yes. Now, here's why this man is really creepy. Because according to the sheriff, Zaria was buying these things and ingesting them. Did you hear me? <laughs> Actually, when I first saw that he was ingesting soiled underwear, I was like, next. But then when I saw it was children's underwear, I've never met a child who could properly wipe their ass. Oh that my is God. disgusting. Oh, my God. The fucking skin marks going down his throat. Guy looks like he's eating a nutty buddy. <laughs> oh, fucking nasty. Uh, so the sheriff went on to say, he was munching on him. This guy has a problem. <laughs> you think? <laughs> Does he not know that they're Instagram stars selling their bathwater? Where is it? Where's you your don't no have to buy Sherlock you don't drop. Have to buy soiled. Oh, it's too late now. Yeah. You don't have to buy soiled underwear. By the way, this website that you found this article, because you sent me all the links ahead of time, it's like True Crime Daily or something like that. Yeah. I can't believe the stories on this site. Like underneath this article, I just scrolled down a little bit. Here are the other links that you could go to. Man who deputies say wanted to eat child and use as sex slave gets probation. Uh, grandma, comma, ex-son-in-law accused of live-streaming rape of one-year-old. Doc fired from Children's Hospital charged with 145 child porn counts. And then my favorite one, this is a woman who looks like... Those are medical pictures! She's been through the ringer. She is possibly a gray. But it says, Oklahoma mom who forced kids to eat dog feces avoids prison. How are we not doing all of these stories? These so, are ridiculous. Because I believe in the shelf life. Because a lot of those are older ones. Yeah, I'm just... And I try to keep it current. I'm new to this true crime thing. I, I see why people like it so much. I try to keep our <laughs> stories to, like, within the last week. I, I don't care, but I like that you do that. Who wants to hear the same fucking stories Quality on different control. podcasts? Quality control. I want you to hear about the creeps here first. So I have one more creep. Yes, we do. That I wanted to talk about. There's a man named Lacey Johnson. That's He's a lady's a, name. He's a GOP candidate running for the seat currently held by Ilhan Omar. Now, this gentleman decided to set up a booth in downtown Minneapolis to promote the fact that you might want to vote for him. And guess where he put that booth, Vinny? By the Viking Stadium? He set it up on the corner of 38th Street and Chicago Avenue. Just so happens to be the place where George Floyd was murdered. (laughs) (laughs) How inappropriate is that? What was he thinking? I love the picture of it. I love the fucking picture they have on this website. It's a pop-up camping tent, the one where there's no sides on it. Right. And it's a fucking, the same table that Carl has as his, <laughs> as for his studio. studio, a beer pong fucking table yeah. with a red tablecloth and a big Lacey Johnson banner, and no one is around it. No one is around it, and all across the street, there's chalk drawings of Black Lives Matter and all of these things that make it so that this sticks out like a sore thumb. He should have known this was a bad place to set up camp. But Vinny, that's not even the worst thing that this guy did. What's that? I, this just came out. He, he put together a new campaign ad, a whole 60-second video of this guy 
giving former officer Derek Chauvin a foot massage. Wow, it seems more appropriate <laughs> I don't, than setting up his fucking tent over there. I don't think he's going to win this race. <laughs> I don't think that's going to be helpful for him. <laughs> I don't oh, either. Boy. He's a lovely man. I should mention Lacey Johnson is a black man, too. Yes, we should throw that <laughs> I, mean, I think that's important to note here. I'm guessing he talks like Cleveland. Yeah, he's like Chappelle, Chappelle doing, the, doing white the white guy voice. Hello, everyone. Lacey Johnson here. Come <laughs> yeah. vote for me. Oh, is this a bad place for me to set up tent? Oh, look at this. No one. Oh, look at all these Black Lives Matter stuff screwing all over the sidewalk. It's graffiti. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's scrubbing Black Lives Matter out. Hey, don't forget to vote for me. <laughs> and he's just writing Lacey Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> what an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lacey. Oh, Lacey. God bless you. So uh, I guess it's time for you to spin the fucking wheel, Carl. All right. All right, hold we're going to spin on. the wheel. You got to get the hold video on. set up. I just want to say. Let's this, talk about what's on this wheel. I just want to say I'm so excited right now. Oh, because, fuck off. Oh, fuck. I know. It's been a long long time in the, in the making for this so, moment. Here's the things that are on the wheel. My favorite of all time, the seven-second porn challenge. Ah, uh, yes. That's where you have to go into a public place and play porn on your phone that everyone can hear. As loud as possible as loud as for possible. seven seconds. Yeah. Uh, we have Stuttering John Book Report. We have the yep. OnlyFans page. Yep. We have uh, a really good one, Have Dinner with a Listener. Oh, yeah. I'd rather die than that. It will, it will definitely not be KevBot. I can oh. tell you that for sure. <laughs> I love Kevbot. Yeah, you have dinner with him. Okay. No. Um, let's see. What else we got on there? Uh, bobbing for apples and mayonnaise, which seems like the most disgusting thing that's on there. Yeah, that's weird. We had to have something gross on there, so that's that. Okay. Uh, Crocs in public. I think that's brutal. Uh, the Nick Bate cover song. That's right. We got to cover one of Nick Bates or, or maybe multiple Nick Bates tunes. Yes. And then Anally raping children and disemboweling and force feeding them their own intestines. It's already perfect, but I think I could do a decent version. Of I it. think you just have to change the genre. Do like a reggae version. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, you could do lots Smooth of Smooth jazz. <laughs> yeah. I like to hear Kenny like, G's fucking playing a solo. Maybe something like in the style of Chicago. Something yeah, like really like, like big bandy, maybe. Yeah, get some brass in there, little brass. Gonna stick it in Anna's butt. Gonna do it in Anna's butt. Yeah, I'm gonna lick Anna's butt. Put my penis into Anna's butt. That's a funk song if I ever heard it. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot you could do with George that. Clinton would make an album off of that. <laughs> so, I love it. All right, what else we got there? Drive to Gary, Indiana. I'm not doing that. Yes, you are. If you land on it, you fucking are. That's too far of a drive. Okay, what else we got? Uh, adult diaper. You have to wear an adult diaper in public. Yeah, you got to wear Crocs in public is another one. I already said that. You did? Yeah, pay attention. I'm not paying attention. All right, you ready for this? All right, Carl. It's time to spin the wheel. I'm going to bring the mic medicine. over here. Here we go. Slowing down, and it's landing on... OnlyFans! Yeah! <laughs> That's what I learned on yesterday, too! <laughs> that works out well! It's perfect! Yay! We're, I gotta start an OnlyFans account. Oh, I'm excited it. about this. So people are to be able to subscribe to at hot Carla. I don't even know really Please what make that OnlyFans the name of it. is. I've just heard about it. So, for those of you who don't know, I learned about this from Imbecile Wilhelm the week we did that story. <laughs> yeah. Basically, any girl or guy, whoever... 
can just sell naked pictures of themselves on there is basically what it is. So it's it's a racy Instagram. So people, if they want to subscribe and give you money, you can just show, do whatever you want. Correct. Videos and photos. Yeah, lots of slow videos of Carl eating bananas. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, the sky's the limit for this. This oh, is going to be great. Disgusting. How much but, should I charge people? I'm thinking it should be an astronomical amount so that I don't get anyone following me. They, people could tip you too, Carl. Ooh. So. All right. Yeah, you can earn your tips. All right, well, look forward to my uh, OnlyFans account. We'll if get it's that not called H-A-W-T, Carla, I would be very upset. Well, I'm getting my consequence. I got my comeuppance. Next week, we start anew. We start a new round. We're at 0-0 right now, soon to be 1-0, Carl. Don't forget to vote at thecreepoff.com. It's nice to be important. It's more important to be nice. you. Louise.